Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning once again, folks, and Lord bless you and thank you again for tuning in to Life Point. And I am on my third message dealing with commitment. Third message. I was only going to do two, but I've drug it on because I keep talking about other things. So we're going to do number three today, and this will be the last one on commitment. And I'm so glad that you are are listening and so glad that so many of you want to be committed to the things of God. And if you're not, I pray that you will become because God wants to use you mightily and powerfully, and he has great plans for your life. Well, Lord, we are here again, thanking you for the opportunity to share over the radio to these dear people. Lord, I don't know most of them, but Lord, there's some I do know, and I'm so thankful for their commitment to you. And Lord, if there's anybody listening, maybe they're driving down the freeway in their car, going through Boise, and they happen to turn on this radio station. Lord, right now, speak to their heart. God, encourage them. May they see you in a great and powerful way. And Lord, maybe there's some that have been listening for years and years to this program. God, I pray that they would listen very carefully to what you have for them. Lord, not what I say, but what you say through me and Lord, through the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray to be moved by you. God, I want people to see you. I pray they never look at me or any other person pastor or leader, but they look at you, that they would sincerely see the power of Almighty God. I love you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, as I head into this last day of commitment, I've talked about things that keep us away and things that are that cause problems with commitment. And a lot of it, of course, we know is the world's desires. The world would love to take us away. In fact, um, let's read 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 through 17 today. This is a great book. 1 John, I love 1 John. If you get a chance, read through 1 John. It's very short. It'll take you 15 minutes. Well, it might take you longer. It takes, I read quick, and so, but, it, it, but it's not very long. And boy, the, I'm not going to read the third chapter today, but the third chapter is powerful. So is the fourth chapter. But I'm using chapter 2, verse 15 through 17. It says, Do not love the world. Or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. 17, verse 17, folks, maybe you ought to memorize that. Maybe I should memorize it. I think I know it, but I don't know if I've memorized it. The world and its desires pass away. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. People of God, what a great statement. What a great truth. So many worldly attractions that eat our time away, eat our money, eat our energy. We sell out to having fun at all costs, even at the point of not paying our commitments or our bills. The world is a mess right now. And one of the reasons is people here, uh, people run from commitments and expect someone else to bail them out. Many children are being taught wrong ideas by parents because we bail them out of everything. Kids will continue down a destructive path, especially if they know that they will be rescued every time. 
There are times in life that we and our children need to learn life lessons and learn how to keep our commitments. There are people in the world that you won't ever ask to help you because they have a reputation for quitting everything they start or anything they start. We all know people about that. Oh, they have great intentions. Oh, I'd love to help. I'd love to do this. I'd love to do that. And you know, if you give it to them, it will not be completed. And folks, we can change that. If you're one of those people, change it today. Say, I'm going to follow through with every commitment that I have. If it's financial, I'm going to follow through. I am going to pay my bills. I'm not going to let the government or somebody else pay my bills. Right now, they have all these get out of credit card debt. People owe thousands of dollars and you can get out of debt for $500 or something. Pay your commitment. Be committed to when you borrowed something, pay it back. That's why I don't like borrowing. That's why I don't like credit card debt. I haven't had a, I have not let a monthly bill go unpaid in my credit card for, man, I, at least 20 years or more because I don't want to have, I don't want to pay interest to anybody. I want to be committed to paying things off. God honors your commitment. This kind of goes with, uh, you know, with the rest of what I've been saying the last couple of days, but we get disinterested. In other words, we lose the passion for something and we run from the commitment we made. Sometimes we have to grit our teeth, press forward with something, whether we like it or not. Maybe we need to change the scenario. You know, I, I worked at J.R. Simplot's company for, I believe it was three summers uh, it was two or three summers. That's so long ago, I don't remember. It was in 70, it was in the 75, 74, 75, maybe 76 in those years. And I remember it, the, the job was tough. I was put on a line, not on a line, but was put on making um, instant potatoes. So I had to stand up on this grate and I had to shovel mashed potatoes onto these rollers that go round and round, and they would make they would make uh, instant potatoes. And so what you're trying to do is we have to put it in there, and then we have to take the shovel, and we have to skim the yellow, the yellow off, uh, and so it becomes very white, very clear. And as it goes through on the other end, they're making long sheets of instant potatoes, and they don't come out in sheets until things are just right. And so you had to work very hard at it. And it was hot. It was probably 100 and some degrees and steamy up there and sweat like crazy. And um, it was a tough job, but I wanted to make things more exciting. So I finally went down to the laboratory, not the lavatory, but the laboratory. And I would I would check our grade. You have a C, B, and A grade. You have to, you, they want you to get an A grade. And so I would go down and see how we were doing often. I would follow and track us and try to create an A grade. I'd do everything I could to create an A, but it made it fun. It made it fun to know that we, that we had a, a job and a commitment to make great potatoes. If we lack lack on the job, you get C grade and you're not scraping the yellow off, you're not doing the things you're supposed to do, you know, you're wasting the company's time. And so that helped a whole bunch. That helped a whole bunch in in getting 
gritting my teeth and moving forward in a hard job, but I enjoyed it. And boy, they paid well back then as a, as a 18, 19 year old kid. And it was, uh, it was awesome. The problem was I'd be so hungry and thirsty at breaks because it was so hot up there. I'd go in, they had a wonderful cafeteria and I would, I'd drink pop. That was back when I drank sugared pop and added maple bars and all these things. So I, you'd think I could have lost weight then, but I actually gained it. But, uh, anyway, that was then, and this is now, but, I certainly do appreciate the opportunity I had to make some money way back then. But I learned to have fun with a very, very tough job. Romans twelve eleven says this, Never be lacking in spiritual zeal. Our excitement about serving the Lord and growing in Him. I think He gives us opportunities to have zeal in our lives. And you know what? That we have opportunities to make a difference. Do you have a zeal for the things of God? Do you have a zeal for for what God wants to do in your life? Or do you even think about what God wants to do in your life? Or do you just coast around in life and you just kind of live by the laurels of everybody else and you go to church, you hear the message and you count on the pastor to bring the word of God and you kind of go that route and you just don't do anything on your own? People, we've got to get serious about our walk with God on our own. We got to take serious taking time with him, thinking about him, calling upon him, being faithful to him. I'm telling you what, if people were faithful to God, you would see that revival I was talking about yesterday. You'd see the power of God unfold. You would see God touch lives everywhere. But until we do that, you know what? I don't know. We're going to struggle. So let's 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 get it together. Well, in the last couple minutes today, let me just kind of close this commitment uh, message out. And thanks for joining me the last three days. And if you missed the first two, go on our archive at kbxl.com and and look up LifePoint and archive and look up these messages because I think they would be good for you. But last thing today is commit your all to God. God so much wants to really for us to sell out to him, holding back nothing, putting him in complete control of everything. A person totally committed to God can rejuvenate their contacts. And what I mean, that is simply in simple language, is they can encourage others by their spiritual fervor and their zeal. Your Christianity can be contagious when the love of God is portrayed in a positive manner. Others want it. They want what you have. I really believe my dad was able to lead many to Jesus because he was so filled with the Spirit of God that it was contagious. People wanted that which made him so happy. I wanted that as his son. I wanted to be like my father. I wanted to make people happy. And I can tell you with him, it was just all about Jesus Christ and nothing else because God used him powerfully. Well, it's time for us to take up the cross of Christ. In fact, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24 through 27 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? And yet, folks, millions of people are doing that. Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? 
For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and they will reward each person according to what they have done. They will reward each person according to what they have done. Truly, I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. We must deny ourselves and take up his cross and follow. You have an opportunity to commit to the greatest cause in the world. That cause is Jesus Christ. I hope you have totally committed to this cause. If not, call upon him today. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.